the Huntley Baptist Church podcast. We hope that this message can be an encouragement to you today. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist at extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com. On the front page of your handout today, we wrote, And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. And I've called this message, There's no salvation without a Savior. The word says, And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Wow, what does that mean? How does that help us think about Christmas? Well, the prophet Isaiah wrote this verse hundreds of years before it happened all the things we've seen described on the on the on the stage today uh, was prophesied hundreds of years before and it just caught my attention this week this verse kind of leapt out off the page while I was praying and getting my heart ready to celebrate uh, the the wonderful event when God came to earth in person Jesus coming in human form is incredibly exciting for those who, like the wise men, humbly seek him. But just like many missed it back then, many miss the amazingness of it all now. Kids, did you realize I just made up a word? Amazingness? Do you like that? Do you like doing that too? Making up new words? Shall we say it together? Amazingness, yeah. Many miss the amazingness of this event. Do you, you know, let's think about that. God coming in person. John 1 verse 14 says, The Word became flesh and lived among us. In other words, God turned up with skin on. That's really cool, eh? But, to mean anything, we really need to, to be ready for him on the inside. So today, it's all about being ready. Um, I'm encouraging you and, and myself to be ready for this amazing event that we celebrate every year. But let's make it like fresh and new that God came in person. God with skin on. Luke verses 4 to 6 says and it is written in the book of, of the words of Isaiah the prophet the voice of one crying in the wilderness make ready the way of the Lord we got to be ready make his path straight every ravine shall be filled up and every mountain and hill shall be brought low and the crooked shall become straight and the rough road smooth, I like that one, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. You know, these verses are are telling us how to get ready for Jesus, to get ready for Jesus to change us. This message is all about being ready for Jesus on the inside, not just, you know, buying the presents, making cakes, Mowing the lawn, all that long list we've all got. It's about being ready on the inside. Have you taken out time for being ready on the inside this week? And it talks about laying a good foundation. You see, you don't, 
you don't actually see foundations of a building or a road, but everything you build above relies on a good foundation. And there's a few builders here, yeah, and they're all nodding, yeah. <laughs> That's right. A few of us are into making foundations. A little while ago, I watched uh, a program called Massive Engineering Mistakes. And uh, I, I, was, I was captivated by the story of the Millennial Tower in San Francisco. It's there on the screen right now. The, the Millennial Tower, downtown San Francisco. And this shiny new building in 2008 stood 645 feet, because they're not in metrics, they're in, they're in old feet and, feet and yards. It stood 645 feet. And it had 55 stories and housed 400 apartments. Still does. Uh, but the views from these apartments were amazing. And people paid millions to live there. But, there's a but. But, <laughs> it is slowly sinking. So I wonder if I could have Ephra and Lola. Hello. Do you mind coming and helping me just... Turn this round. We're going to do a little bit of a, a test of strength here. All right, one stand on one side and uh, one on the other side. We've, um, you thought this was a fridge freezer box, but it's actually a detailed model of the Millennial Tower. <laughs> they just have quite a lot of graffiti problem in uh, in downtown. San Francisco. But anyway, here we've got the Millennial Tower. And the problem is, it is sinking because the foundation's not too good. It's sitting on sound. So just give it a bit of a rock, guys, to see how far it'll tilt. Yeah, that's good. And the building company, they tried to hide this fact for quite a few years. But they knew it was happening. But also, the residents knew something was happening when the marble they threw across the floor turned around and came back to them. So in 2015, they came out saying that the new building next door was to blame. The neighbours were building a, a building and it dewatered the ground. So they tried to blame someone. Kids, do you do that? Do you blame your brother or your sister for... Things you've done? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people and adults are nodding too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's easy to blame someone, isn't it? Sometimes when a person's smiling when it goes wrong, they've just thought of someone to blame. <laughs> but this was what they did. The people who built this big, big tower, they did that. But the other problem is it's not just sinking, guys. Just give it a little lean. It's actually tilting. So it's sinking and it's tilting. So, of course, you know, it's pretty, pretty big deal, isn't it? It's pretty stinky to blame the neighbours. The real reason, the real reason that, they, that the thing is um, sinking and tilting is that they took a shortcut. Against really good advice, they only went down 80 feet 
probably that's what 28 30 meters 20 20 something meters into the sand instead of going the 200 feet to hit bedrock with their foundations they took a shortcut and only went 80 feet instead of the bedrock being 200 feet 60 odd meters 60 something meters the cost of 120 more feet of foundations would now be nothing in comparison to the repair bill. They've already spent over $100 million trying to fix this. And it's still sinking and tilting, guys. Sink it and tilt it. Yeah, cool. You know, Jesus said, build your life on me. Building your life on me is like building on the rock. Doing life without me is like building on the sand. The Millennium, Millennium Towers partners who built this massive building didn't take Jesus' advice. What can we learn from them and more importantly from our scripture today in Luke 3? Okay, guys, well, you can just put it down on the ground now because that's where it should have been. It should have been nice and solid on the ground. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I put a bit of weight in there just to make it, you know. Now it's much more stable, isn't it? Eh? It's much more stable. Thanks, guys. Give them a big hand. They've done well. Cool. Yep. So what can we learn from, from Scripture here? And in verse 4, it says, Make ready the way of the lord make his plan plan or path straight make his path straight this is the first thing to being ready to follow jesus that means tell the truth my mum used to have a quote she'd said to thine own self be true now we just say be true to yourself you know being real and being true to your heart is to make ready the way of the Lord. I love that term, make ready. You know, just to be true to yourself, to be real with God. To getting to that place where you just real with God is to make ready the paths of the Lord. To be honest. Tell the truth. How, tell it how it is. Telling the truth is to make his path straight. Being honest is a great starting place to receiving this God-man Jesus who became flesh and blood like us to show us what real walking around truth looks like. The people of his day only had to look at him and they were looking at truth. Verse 5 speaks about hills being brought low and valleys being raised up or filled. And to me, this speaks about pride. You see, the whole Christmas story, I've just been blown away reading it again. It's just filled with humble people. Starting with Mary, I am the Lord's servant. You know, your will be done in my life. She just got the worst news ever for an unmarried teenage girl. And she said, the Lord have your way in me. Humble, humble heart. Joseph's response 
and handling this news showed humility. The shepherds, the random strangers who rode uncomfortable camels for months to get there. We need to bring that, you know, mountain of pride down and raise up any low self-esteem and build that firm foundation of faith in God's ability, not in our own ability. You see, a lack of, a lack of um, trust is really when we're trusting in our own ability. And sometimes pride is because we don't want to allow God's way or his plans in our life. Getting Jesus' words into our heart, I believe, is the best way ever to overcome pride and false humility. Number three, it's my last little point here, is all flesh will see the salvation of God. This means there's no salvation without a Savior. Acts 4.12 says there is salvation in no one else. There's no other name, sorry. There is salvation in no other name under heaven that has been given among mankind by which we must be saved. Amen. Our best efforts are not enough. We need the one who's perfect to take our place for sin. You see, Isaiah was looking ahead to when that time would come. We can look back and thank God for sending Jesus with skin on. The all here means it's available to everyone. Jews and Gentiles. You see, if we're not a Jew, we're a Gentile. So that's everybody. All means all. All's a great word. Unless it's talking about sin. Those who are, you know, humble with their foundation solid. And those who are humble enough to admit that their foundation isn't solid. He will come and help and heal and restore. You know, it's about having the firm foundation so we can build a life of purpose and salvation. God's asking us to bring those mountains, those hills, those, those hills down and those valleys up and get that sorted. Let's get heart ready for Christ this Christmas. Let's allow him to re rebuild the foundation if it's a bit dodgy. We're going to face God eventually face to face and he's going to ask us two things. First, he's going to say, what did you build with me? You know, the things we did with his Holy Spirit's help. We're going to have to give an account for how we spent our life. And then he's going to ask, ask what, would, what did we do with um, Jesus? How did we treat Jesus? Did we make him our saviour? He's going to ask us what we, what we built for Jesus, and he's going to say, what did you do with my son? What did you do about my son? Did you make him Lord of your life? Let's get heart ready for the Christ child this Christmas. Amen. Lord, I just pray we would be able to answer those both with a whole heart when we meet you, that we did build your kingdom here, did the things you asked us to do. We showed your love. 
your compassion, your righteousness and all your glory to others. And we did it with a knowing in our heart, an intimate knowing of that very presence of Jesus. Lord, that we have lived a life serving the risen Christ, serving a living, breathing Christ in us. So, Lord, we just want to be ready, ready for you. Let's be ready for this Christmas, Lord, and make you boss. Take away all the stress, the stress of those things that we think are so important and just replace it with a peace. May the peace of Christ be ours in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Huntley Baptist Church Podcast. We hope that it has been an encouragement to you. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist@extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com.